Hey, 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 guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm your girl, R.S. Lewis, a.k.a. Insomniac Writer. And today, I want to talk about kinks. Different things. What are you into? I, I did say I was going to talk about it. Somebody asked me to talk about it. I'm talking about it. So, yeah. Uh, it's It's been a conversation that I've wanted to have. Like, I don't really go into the sex convo because there's too many other podcasts talking about sex. This, 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 the Single Chronicles is more so about, he- about healing. So, but I guess this is what y'all want to talk about. Y'all, y'all nasty. I just want to say that y'all nasty. Anyway, if you're new here, make sure you favorite, heart, save. Also, share this podcast. Um, it'll help you be notified when new episodes come up. For everyone else, welcome to the Single Chronicles. <laughs> okay so today we're talking about getting kinky kinks like and i'm and and when i say that i'm talking about like not just being regular freaky there's levels of freaky and this isn't to to make anybody feel some type of way this isn't to be judgmental because everybody has something that they're into that they don't share with everybody. I have a friend, he's into the BDSM stuff. I have another person that's in, and there's a level, so, and it's not all just, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey, tie me up. It's the level, so sometimes, it's, it's basically submission, somebody being submissive, somebody being dominant, period. And it may not be a tie-up thing. You know, that's what everybody assumes. Oh, I don't want to be tied up. First and foremost, from what I've learned and what I've talked to with other people, it takes a certain amount of trust to do something like that. You know, and me personally, I don't think it's something you should just do with random ass people. I think it should be, again, someone you trust. Like, why would you, first of all, you should be having sex with people you don't trust anyway. Like, that's just, it is what it is. That's me. Like, that's the one thing that will always make me seem like a prude. Like, I'm never just going to be, like, I used to just trust people very easily, but now I'm very, very selective with who I trust. So, there's that. Um... It's another thing to just feel, I don't know. <laughs> it's another thing to to, uh, to switch and swap. You Now, just because you might be more submissive doesn't mean you can't be a little dominating a little bit, a little bit. You know, and I have those tendencies and I have a little bit of both. There are some people where I feel that I can be just submissive and just let myself go and let them control me. And then there are other situations where no. And for, for me personally, when I started doing a the therapy thing and looking at where the like where, where my mindset came from in, in terms of relationships and the types of people that I was with, I was able to learn why I like to do the things that I do. And I'm not saying that it got to be something wrong, but you got to have some kind of trauma. First and foremost, we all have trauma. You know what I mean? Everyone's trauma is different. Some of the some people have very adverse levels of it. And very, it could be physical, mental, emotional, or a combination of all three. And then some people just had, you know, a little rough around the edges, rough upbringing or whatever, or a couple of rough relationships. Regardless of the point, I don't want people to think that, um, you know, having a kink or knowing someone that's in it makes them weird or makes them different or whatever the case. I don't want people to be on that judgmental shit. That's not what I'm about. That's not what my podcast is about. A lot of times people may think, oh, you, you, it sounds like you're judging or it sounds like you're this and that. No, I'm, I'm coming from 
testimonials that I've had with other people or people made, you know, research. I don't, you know, there are times when I get on the podcast, especially in the beginning where I was just blah, 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 and just vent. But now I try to look into the content that I'm talking about and, you know, make sure that I'm well informed and I'm not just shooting the shit off with you guys. And I'm not just uh, talking shit out of my ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's one thing about like kinks and different things like BDSM is a type of kink. I want to just say that. So if I say the word kink, I'm not just talking about that. Um, it's one of those things where it could go either way with someone. It can go as far as tying it up. It could be something hardcore. Sometimes it doesn't have to be, um, whatever, you know what I mean? There's, there are textbooks definitions of it, but it's, it's defined by the people that are engaging in these acts. Um, it's definitely a sexual preference to say the least, in my opinion, and, like, I have my kinks, everyone does. It's no biggie. And no one should be judged for it, you know. And there's another thing. It's not always about sex, too. People think, oh, I got, you know, when you mention this to them, they think that it's about sex. It's, sometimes it's not, you know what I mean? It, it It is a lot of times, but sometimes it's not always, you know. Some people might have a fetish, um, and, uh, like, I think a lot of these terms kind of bleed over. And they they blur their lines. So when one when one person says one thing, they be like, "Oh, I have a kink. I have or I have a fetish." But they're, you know what I mean? I think it is one of those situations where those lines are blurred very often. But some people do have it. They have they have fetishes of types of people. Like I knew this white guy. He had a fetish with black women. Did he like black women? Maybe. But he had a fetish with them, and it was to the point I noticed it. I peeped it because he would say certain things and. And I, I kind of liked the dude. I thought he was cool, but it was like, bro, you got a fetish, you know? Like, he would just say things that almost felt like worship. And it just, sometimes it made me feel uncomfortable. Maybe because I'm not, I'm like, I like guys, but not enough to be dealing with that. But it just kind of made me uncomfortable. He would just say, oh, look at this. This just beautiful black bronze skin. Like, don't get me wrong. It's a, it's a cool thing to compliment a person you know, based off their looks, you can do that. I'm not saying you shallow or nothing, but it just, sometimes it just felt too much. Like it was just felt extra. And that's why I was like, yo, you got a fetish, bro. <laughs> no, I just love, look, dude, I ain't judging you. Just keep it being, keep it 100, <laughs> keep it real. So, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's just, you know, it is what it is. So, anyway, I was talking to a friend of mine about this whole situation a little while ago. And um, they told me the basics of it from near POV. Because he, 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 he really was in it. You know, he had females that served. He was very dominant. He, was, he had a lot of uh, subs that served purposes. Like, yeah, his baby sub and this and that. And then I'm like, oh. And some of them weren't for sexual gratification. I think it was a control thing in some in some instances. But, again, it wasn't to judge. I just wanted to get as much information as I could humanly get. Because <laughs> I was just like, uh, okay, you know, I ain't even mad at you. And I think it's, 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 I think it's okay for people to have like to have like a uh 
I think it's okay for people to have an idea of what it is and to be able to talk about it openly. Now, I'm not saying you got to be just any old weird having this conversation all loud and extra, but I think there are people that honestly don't know. And sex is a little less taboo than it was five, t- what, well, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30, 40, 50 years ago. You know, as sex, as the conversation about sex becomes more and more open and prevalent, sorry, my, my light. I have a, a a light that just keeps falling. It it usually stays up on my thing here, but it just it decides that it don't want to stick to nothing. I cleaned it and I don't even give a shit no more. But anyway, <laughs> you know, um, it's 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 you know it's it's something that people should talk about. It's something that people need to understand. Um, I think I had this conversation last season or the season before when I talked about the poly life. It's all about consent. Everything is cool when you consent to it. Like, don't be, you can't force this type of thing onto someone who's not into it. If they're not into it, they're not into it. Don't, now you could say, all right, well, can I show you baby steps of how it is? And if you like it, cool. If you don't, we'll never do it again. But this is a part of me that I like. So I'm going to let you know that I'm going to have to go and, First things first, as a as a person that is not, if you're a person that's not into any of this shit and someone is inviting you to show this world to them, respectfully at least be like, all right, I'm, I want to listen. Like, tell me everything. Like, explain it to me. Make me understand. That's not going to guarantee that I'm into it, but I am going to be open-minded enough to listen to you without judgment. That's first and foremost. As the person who's into it, explain it to the partner, you know, let them know. All right, uh, th- I'm going to tell you everything. I'm explaining. I'm going to answer questions that you got. You got to be okay with the fact that they just not the fuck into it. You can't be mad and be like, oh, you are so narrow-minded. And then you get to name and then you feel in some type of way and y'all both get mad. Different strokes for different folks. That's a saying for a reason. So if you got somebody that is not into it or, or and you are, you either got to accept one or two things that may be great or one or three things. They it ain't it ain't for them, and you just got to put that behind you if you really want to be with that person or <laughs> dip. <laughs> and then there's that third option. Well, maybe over the course of time they'll be open to it. Maybe, but that that's 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 holding out. That's really not even an option because you never know, and then you don't waste it a lot of time. But you got to ask yourself: Do you really want to ask yourself? Do do you want to pursue this relationship with this person? These are things that you got to be open to and okay with discussing i'm not saying this is a first date discussion maybe a second or third day or sometime down the line or whatever somewhere in between before the feelings get involved or but before uh you know the time get completely wasted and you don't want to waste your time with somebody and you don't want to get your feelings hurt on top of that so do it somewhere closer to the beginning but not too soon. You don't want to scare people away. <laughs> you don't want to make people think you're a fucking prude or y'all just not compatible. And you don't want to make people make, you don't want to uh, have people think that you're some type of sexual de- deviant or, or whatever people think about this type of lifestyle. So, you know, again, it's always about open communication and consent. You got to make sure they're on the same page. That's very, very important. That was what my friend was saying when we were talking about it. But that goes with everything that's not considered the straight line, you know. 
if we just going to be a me and you couple or are we going to be a polyamorous couple? Because some people are not into that and you got to respect it. Like I've seen people just be like, all right, I'm into this poly life or I'm into this and that, but my partner isn't. Maybe they'll come around. Maybe they'll love me so much that they won't care. Or maybe they'll, 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 I don't know. Maybe it's, you got people who can sense that as a trauma, as a weakness. You got some of these empaths and tra traumatized people that go into relationships and they would rather sacrifice themselves for the relationship or for the idea of being with a person that's really not for them. We are so afraid of being alone that we'll put up with whatever. No, no. Like, hold. why are you holding on to somebody I want to be held on to? This is not for men. Or, this is for men and for women. This is not directed in any one gender. My thing is, is that let it go. If it's not going to work out, if you're not into what they into, or if you're not even remotely considering it, or at least open to the idea of listening, that's the first step, communication and listening. If you're not into it, then just keep it moving. Just dip. You know what I mean? Because um, you got some people who, they 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 don't mind. I'm Me, I'm like, keep. I want to know. I do want to know. That was me. Like, that was my first experience in the whole situation was, uh, I want to know. I, I want to, uh, what's it like? And this is that. And I tried and it was like, I can take it or leave it, to be honest. It's not something that I have to do. It's something I enjoy. Yeah, it makes the whole thing nice. <laughs> but I don't have to exert my dominance over my partner. And I don't have to be um, dominated. Or being submissive, like there always is a give and take in any relationship. There are, there's always going to be roles at some point, or there's going to be a time where you kind of flip floppity or whatever. But that is the point. Um, you know what I mean? It's one of those things, you know, go out before actually engaging in the act, talk to people that are actively into it. That's what I would say. You know what I mean? Because again, the person who, um, and I think it was in my DMs, we were somebody DM me. And I said that in my uh, channel on Instagram that I would discuss it further. You know what I mean? It's it's one of those things where know all the 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 everything. Know as much as you're comfortable learning before you do anything. That's anything. That's like skydiving. I need to know everything about this before I jump out of fucking plane because I don't know how it's going. And in this case, you don't know how it's going to affect you physically and mentally. So just know everything. Ask yourself, is this really for me? Like, can I really see myself doing this? And don't don't overload your senses. Okay. <laughs> that was that was my thing. I think the first time that I got exposed to it was a, a party I went to back in the day. I didn't know it was going to be like, you know, a swinger orgy type shit. I didn't know. In fact, I wasn't even sexually active. Hadn't been with a guy and none of that. I had a girlfriend. I had an ex-girlfriend. We had broke up. We, You know, I had my first little experience. She really wasn't my girlfriend, but I, anyway. The point is, my first experience was with a female. And after that, I knew that I liked it, but I was it wasn't something that I was like, all right, I need to get back in school. My grades are slipping. So anyway, I got invited to this party. After work, oh, you know, they like, bring some party favors. All right, cool. Yeah, you know, I got, I got green party favors and stuff like that. That was back in the day. I wasn't dealing or anything like that, but, you know, I had connects. I had a connect that knew a connect. So, anyway, the point was I go. Everything's cool downstairs. Everything's cool in the basement. I go upstairs because I needed to use the bathroom. The bath There was a bathroom in the basement, 
like a little small powder room. There was a small powder room in the, there was like a little toilet situation in the basement. And then there was a powder room on the first floor. The bathroom bathroom with the tub and everything was on the second floor, naturally. Well, the powder room on the, in the, on the first floor was occupied and the toilet, no, the powder room, I think the toilet was backed up. Anyway, and the other bathroom was just not working. I was like, no. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to just go upstairs. They didn't say that you couldn't go upstairs. I'm going to go. So I go to the bathroom. The corner of my eyes, I saw someone go in another room, but I had to pee. So I had been drinking all night. You know what I mean? Not drinking a lot, but beer at that time, you should drink a lot of beer. You just go right through me. You know, I drink a beer, 45 minutes. Oh, shit, I got to go. So I'm I'm on my way. I go run upstairs. I'm about to, I'm like literally I'm doing the, the the shaky dance. The legs are shaking. I'm doing this, you know, jitterbug type Harlem shake shit. Like I yo, I was about milliseconds from pissing on myself. That's how bad I had to go. Cause I was waiting for a long time. Like at first I was like, all right, damn, how many people gotta go to the bathroom? You know, and I'm asking like, yo, I, I got a bladder problem. I didn't at that time. That probably is the reason why I have one now. But at that time, I didn't have one. I was just like, yo, I've been waiting for a minute. And they're like, I know. Then so somebody was like, yo, it's a bathroom upstairs and it's a bathroom in the basement. I said, the bathroom down in the basement ain't got no tissue. It's not flushing. I don't feel, I'm like, no, I ain't, no, I ain't got to blow it up, but no, I don't trust it. So somebody was like, I think it's a bathroom upstairs. I mean, it got to be. They, t- they take showers and shit. So I was like, you know what, you're right. So I go upstairs. I see someone out the corner of my eye. To my left and my left peripheral, I didn't pay it no mind because, like I said, I had to fucking go. I go in there. I didn't notice there were condoms in the bathroom. That and like the first time I told the story, uh, someone was like, "You ain't see condoms or none of that shit or anything like that." I saw a condom in the bathroom. I didn't think about it. You know how many motherfucking people don't throw a condom in the bathroom in the toilet and in, in the trash little trash receptacle? I didn't think of nothing about it. So. I, I I go, wash my hands, you know, I'm ready to go back downstairs because, you know, motherfuckers was, was drinking, smoking. In the basement, they was playing. <laughs> Rightfully so, Grand Theft Auto. It was so fucking funny because I just did a trailer reaction for the new one that's about to come out. So they're playing that, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to go back in because I said I want to get parts of this anyway. And I think this is what probably scarred me from playing that game for a while. <laughs> Because I go downstairs, I go. I think they was waiting a second one. I don't know. No, it was yeah, it was yeah, it was like a second or third one. But anyway, I go. I'm about to go downstairs. I open the fucking door. This dude is just standing there with his dick out, like just, just like yo. And the next thing you know, he's looking at me like, oh shit, where you come from? And I'm like, oh sweet Jesus. And I'm trying not to look at it, but. It looked like it was starting to get, it was It was kind of hard, but it looked like it was getting harder. Like, it looked like he just got done something, like he busted, and he was like, yeah, I'm done. I got to pee, and then I'm about to go go back to doing what I was doing. But, bro, why is you naked? That's all I needed to know right now. Why is you naked? Where are your clothes at? And why are you just standing there? Move so I can go back downstairs. <laughs> My little 19-year-old, 18-year-old brain was not prepared for these sights at this time. Like, I mean, like, it's not like I had never seen a naked person, but because I was a virgin, it never really, like, dawned on, outside of, like, porn, and and maybe, like, one time, that time I was going to have sex, I was going to lose my virginity to this guy in high school, and I went to go get a condom, and I did. 
<laughs> I'll tell y'all about that later. But that was high school. I wasn't ready. Don't judge me. So anyway, I'm like, excuse me, sir. I need to go back downstairs. He was like, no, no, you, you should stay up here. He's like, no, I ain't trying. I ain't trying to do nothing you don't want me to do. But damn, you gorgeous. And I'm like, bro, please just move. <laughs> this is very uncomfortable. It is like he's drunk. So he's just like not really. It's not that he wasn't coherent. He just was like very casual with the fact that he was just standing there ass naked with his dick out. And then he was like, you know, my bad. So he kind of nudges past me and starts pissing in the sink. Bro, the toilet is right there. I just flushed it. He was like, I'm sorry, I had to go. And then he shakes. And then he takes like some tissue and some wet tissue, wipe the tip off, making sure he got you know, he was shaking. I was he was very, very clean. I guess he wasn't gonna go back in there with with urine <laughs> shit but then he starts really cleaning i guess whatever he did before he wanted to get the remnants off i don't fucking know all i know is i was trying to go downstairs to turn around he wanted to have conversations and next thing you know i see somebody fucking else with no clothes it's a chick and i said oh jesus what the fuck but she wasn't all the way naked she had on drawers so i was semi-comfortable and then like i don't know if i got turned around or i got distracted or i thought that the guy with the dick out was chasing me and i got scared i don't know again 18 19 years old virgin i did not know i was not prepared for these things plus i was fucked up i was a little intoxicated and i was smoking weed and i'm not a pot a heavy pothead it wasn't back then and i'm not now it only took a little bit for me to get high and that little bit had my heart already beating like, dun-dum, 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 dun-dum. like it really felt like a fucking, like, you know, in the cartoons where you see the heart coming out the chest. <laughs> like, I think Jim Carrey had it in the mess. That's how my shit felt. But it wasn't love. It was panic and, 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 and everything else that was not good. <laughs> so I walk in the direction. I think and I'm like, damn it, I'm getting turned around. I don't know why I didn't walk towards the stairs with the door that they was getting some shit on because... They all fucking in the room. I'm like, oh, that's not the right door. And I'm like, oh, shoot, let me go, let me go, let me go. I'm like, oh, my God, who invited me to this party? And why did I go? <laughs> so I go downstairs. And there's someone down there with, like, there's a guy who, he was dressed like he had, a, he had like, uh, jeans on, but he ain't had no shirt on. And I was like, he was upstairs in the, on, on the fuck floor. <laughs> so I kept saying it. <laughs> They were like, why? Like, it was so funny because my friends was like, I only knew one person at this party and I couldn't find where the fuck they were. I think they were in the fuck room. I think that's where they were. As to why they invited me, I think they only invited me because they figured, oh, Rose is from North Philly. She can bring party favors. First of all, that's racist. And then, this is why I never hung out with these people ever again. It was another person that I knew, but I didn't, there was like a mutual friend. They were downstairs you know playing the games or whatever and there were other people that i recognized it was somebody i recognized from work and i was like oh my god i would not pick you for being in this type of environment it was hilarious like oh my god looking back it was just it was traumatic looking back now i'm like why was i tripping like nobody did anything to me nobody touched me it was just a one weird guy you know what i mean looking back it wasn't that deep but back then i was traumatized and another year and some change would go by before I would want a real life penis near me at all. <laughs> I can't make this up. But back to this. With the whole kink thing, you got to make sure, unlike my friend that invited me to a fucking swing party, even though everything was separated, I, I could have never went upstairs and would have never known. 
But the point was, you know what I mean? You got to ease people into shit. You can't just be like, boom, here you go, and expose it to them head on. You can't just overwhelm people like that. You got to let them know, like, yo, this is something that I'm into. I would like to I would like to try this with you, share this with you, you know, get them some books, some videos or stuff, not tutorials, but give them pamphlets, read them material. Sometimes they can read it. You know what I mean? Um there's podcasts out there. It's all types of stuff. Now like I said, with it being less taboo with sex just being less taboo in general, it's easier now than it was 10, 15, 20 years ago. So it's definitely Explain to them what type of kinks they're into. It might be one specific kink. It might be one specific fetish. It might not be just any... And it might not always be something sexual, you know. It's it's something out there. It's, it's dudes out there that will pay for breast milk. Lord knows I wish I would have known. Let me find out. I would have been like, what? What? Y'all playing for breast milk? And I just was giving it away to my daughter. No, I'm just joking. But I would have kept producing. You know how much? I would have been pumping the milk. You would have called me a fucking cow. Just just milk the otters. Here you go. Drink this milk, fucker. <laughs> I'm shipping it out to people. No, I'm just joking. But there are people that like that. They like to drink breast milk, like, from the source. Like, they have the breast fetish fascination and breast worship and stuff. And I'm not knocking it. I'm not judging it. Hey, different strokes for different folks. You know what I mean? There's been someone that has asked me to participate in that. And I was just like, I think at at that moment, I didn't have an open mind. But trying it again with someone that I really was into, that I really enjoyed being around, that I really liked and had deep feelings and a close emotional connection to, it made it less weird. I never did the shit again, but it made it less weird. So, you know, it's one of them things where, you know what, I'll just call you for the regular stuff. Just give me an hour of your time when I'm ovulating and that's that. But every time I try, I get that, uh, so that conversation of, so how about, bruh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh God, it's not going to be an account- accountability corner writer's reflection. I I got shit to reflect from this conversation. I'm sorry. <laughs> ain't shit to reflect. I ain't going to be accountable for nothing today. <laughs> Y'all asked me to share this topic. I don't know why I agreed to it. I started out with being informational. <laughs> Maybe I will have a writer's reflection. I don't know. I already said what I needed to say as far as reflecting. Make sure it's consent and communication. Boom. There's your accountability corner. (laughs) I'm sorry. But, yeah, it's definitely not for everyone, you know. Uh, I will say this. Don't think that just because it's in your imagination, just because it gets you off, just because this person really is into you and they really like you, that it's going to meet your expectations. You might do the thing that you think you have a kink or a fetish to, and <laughs> this shit might be trash. It might be ass. You never know. So I just want to, I just want to make sure y'all ain't out here getting y'all hearts broken and <laughs> getting let down out here in these streets. You know what I mean? Just make sure don't be upset. If the, the, 
the reality doesn't and the expectations don't equal. <laughs> you know, it just don't. Um, but at the end of the day, if it's someone that you are into, they're into you, y'all have a great deal of trust, y'all have uh consented with just sex in general, y'all already on that level, y'all vibing and everything is great. Like, you know what I mean? Have fun, you know. Yeah, if if you don't like it, don't do it. You know, if you don't like the fact that someone doesn't like it, then let them know, be a friend, don't waste each other's time. That's all I can really say. And um yeah, <laughs> that's all I would say. All right, guys, Um, I'm about to get out of here. Again, I, like I said, I meant what I said. I ain't having no accountability corner. This is about as accountable as y'all going to get. Consent and communication. Boom. If your person is into kink and you're not, communicate that. If you want them to be into it, make sure you got consent for that. And if there's anything else in that community or any other community, it might be anything. Uh, just be open with it. Be honest. That's the bottom line. Motherfuckers be going to be doing shit and don't be honest up front. Like, be honest. Like, yo, I got some things that, you know, might be a little off-putting. And don't just assume that because they like you, they're going to be on board. Don't don't, don't let your ego get upside your head. Don't do that. You know what I mean? Don't think because you just gorgeous and you got a million-dollar body. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. No, don't do that. But, yeah, it is what it is. All right, guys, I am out of here. Take care. Um, I will be back next week with a new episode. Uh, if you got any con confessions or um, you want to ask an insomniac, feel free to do that. I have a topic. I should have a topic. I'm, I try not to do the stuff that's trending in the news and all that other foolishness. Uh, but I will discuss it. <laughs> I will will be uh, discussing it pretty soon. So anyway, guys, I'm out of here. Take care. Be awesome, be you, but above all else, love yourself. Speaking of which, oh, before I forget, the year is almost over. We have about three weeks left in 2023. Um, Christmas is almost here. Hanukkah's here already. If you haven't gotten your loved one a gift, go to my merch store and get them Something out my merch store. I'm guaranteed it's going to be something in there that somebody like. I got a little bit of everything for everybody. I got the fitness stuff. I got the sarcastic stuff. I got the funny stuff. I got the 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 nerdum. I got everything. I got a little bit of something for everybody. Um, pretty soon, my kid. I'm trying to get her to put some more art and merch in there. Hopefully, that will be done pretty soon. But regardless of stuff, go head over to Insomniac Writer Merch. You can Google that, or I'll leave the link in the description below wherever you're listening to this podcast at. And get you some stuff and use promo code SHIP for free. Um, and that will get you free shipping. Um, and that way, you know what I mean? Save some money. Why you got to spend extra money? Save some money. And my stuff has been marked down. I, unlike when people were doing Black Friday sales, I did not go and boost the prices up so that the sale prices would just reflect. Uh, <laughs> I didn't do that. I didn't do a markup just to give a, a discount. No, 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 no. And, and I, I like the thing about it is that my overhead is is not is nothing. I don't have any overhead for this site, so rather I make I never spend money to to for this site outside of time and effort, so I can afford to every now and again have it. So don't get me wrong, I still gotta eat, but I can afford to have um. I can afford to uh, have a deal because when you guys spend $20 on a shirt, $25 on a shirt, you know what I mean? The overhead may be high. The overhead might be like, let's say, $17, $18.
But if I give you that seven, you know, that five, six, that or whatever back, guess what? I didn't lose any money. You still, you paid for what you got. The people who got paid for making it. And yeah, my ideas are still getting shared and then other people can get it. So I can, every now and again, I try to do a selling. I try to keep my prices low. I haven't really increased prices in a long time. But again, do that, you know, check it out. So use promo code SHIP for free, S-H-I-P, the number four, F-R-E-E. Or you can do Supercell, which S-U-P-E-R-S-A-L-E, that'll save you 10% off your entire order. So use whichever code, see which one is is the cheapest, and it'll save you the most money. And um, the more you spend, the more you save. I'm just throwing it out there. All right, guys, again, be awesome, be you, but above all else, love yourself. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Single Chronicles. I will be back with another episode next week. Um, After Christmas, I will be taking a mini break. Just off, I'm just off for a week. Don't don't hurt nobody in between Christmas and New Year's, and then I'm going to come back at it. Um, Or I'll try to pre-record two episodes, I don't know, depending on if I have a topic or a confession or something, you know, sent in from you guys. Uh, but thank you so much for showing interest in this podcast and having me come back in the studio and record. I, I did miss it. All I was using the studio for was the YouTube stuff. So anyway, I'm out of here, guys. Thank you again for the love. Thank you again for the support. Thank you for my subscribers. I'm going to have some secret content next week. You'll have a little bit more detail of this topic. If not next week, probably while I'm on break, I'll probably do some mini episodes for y'all. And uh, that'll be just for the subscribers. Yeah, gotta have something for my special folks. And yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, I'm out of here, guys. Take care. Be awesome, be you. But above all else, love yourself. I said it three times. I ain't saying it no more. All right, I'm out. Mm-hmm.